0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Half Full Podcast.
1: My name is Brayden. My name is David. How is everybody doing? Good. How are you doing, David? Not too bad. This is our second episode it is in sec- October. Oh, yeah. In October. Let say. me finish. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So as you guys know, we have some different type episodes, different type plans this week for, well, not just for this week, but for this month.
1: Of October, spooky season. Spooky season is that we what got, we're, is that the official name? I think that's what we're calling it. I think it. so. Yeah. yeah, I think I already called episode five spooky season. Yeah, this nah, is. A, we'll make it. We'll are, come up with something. I I think. Oh no! I, wait, is this episode six? Yeah, we made it to episode six. We did. Say, oh, another
0: man. another episode. I gotta tolerate this idiot across the table. From yeah, right kidding. back at you. <laughs> um. So today, <laughs> what's on the docket for today, David?
1: Today we are going to um visit some reoccurring segments. We're going to do a Halloween version of this or that. Uh, We are going to... Brayden, this time, is going to read us another story um, that I believe are based on real events. Yeah, just a short story. And uh, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, we're doing our top five favorite horror movies today to go along with our Halloween theme. But we did something a little bit different today. We... Both wrote down our predictions for each, uh, uh, excuse me, for each other's number one pick, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't know what we wrote down. We're going to reveal that. Uh, Do you want to do it before? Like before Um, we say it? Yeah, we can do it before. Before. Just
0: a disclaimer like, I'm not a big horror movie guy. David is a fan of horror movies. So his list is probably going to be a little bit better than my list. Well, actually, I have seen a fair deal of horror movies, enough to form a list out of. So. We're going to see we're going to see how it is.
1: Yes, and I want you to take that for a grain of salt because my list was it's probably going to change by tomorrow morning because it was hard. And there's probably movies I love that I even forgot to put. I made an honorable mentions list, but I f- probably even forgot to put it on there. Right. There's so many so many horror movies I love, but there's um I know I I just kind of jotted down all the ones that came first to mind. And I try I even like went through my Netflix like watch history to see like which ones I've watched. Um but I I hope it does, you know, the whole horror community justice. But this it's not set in stone. This is just my list. Um, it's probably going to change. Um, I plan on seeing that new A twenty four movie called Lamb. <laughs> uh and who knows, maybe that'll make my top five God, after I see scary. it. <laughs> Do you want to go with me? no <laughs> i might i might i might go see it alone you might have to and that's even scarier that's okay i wouldn't even be surprised if i'm the only guy in the theater <laughs> which might happen which would be scary being the only one in the giant theater yeah just kidding i but i i looked it up and the only theater showing it uh nearby is like an hour away so i'll make a little adventure out of it
0: gotta sacrifice it's mother <laughs> lamb
1: exactly um
0: so what'd you do this week david I Anything have a, I have a
1: really I'm very bad of uh about eating spicy food. <laughs> I, mean, I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I Do you know what, do you know what I tried to do the other That's day. That's crazy. Well, I went I went to Wendy's and I I tried to <laughs> spice it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I tried to get um I I I I usually when I go to Wendy's, I usually get like a 4 for 4. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a great deal. But this time I got a 4 for 4 but with my nuggets. Spicy, I got spicy nuggets. And Fun
0: fact, I have not been to Wendy's since uh senior year of high school.
1: That's like, not true, there's uh, no way. I swear, are you? S- I have not went since we went to lunch there. The In last that time. case, I know I remember the last time you've been there because I remember the day you and I went together before the world was exploding. That was the last time. That was a crazy day. It was. You want a to day. talk about that real quick? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that day? <laughs> that day was insane. Oh, before we talk about, it, I just want to say that I I had spicy nuggets and I was breathing fire <laughs> the rest of the day. I, I and 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 I and I I texted in our our group chat like one of our group chats and I was like I can't handle spicy nuggets from Wendy's and everybody <laughs> made fun of me. They're I mean, like, that's nothing. It is nothing. You're, this is also coming from the guy that
0: I. We went to a restaurant one time, and he thought the barbecue sauce was hot. What restaurant are you talking about? Bubba's. Oh, oh, yeah. He literally was
1: certain that the barbecue sauce was hot. <laughs> I'm like, David, this is barbecue, but I don't think it was the barbecue sauce I thought was hot. I think it was just the chicken itself. They were just
0: plain breaded chicken tenders, David.
1: I don't know. Something was going <laughs> on. I just couldn't handle it. it was delicious, though.
0: It's okay. Everyone has a different heat tolerance. David's yeah. is just extremely low.
1: Yeah. I think we should do one of those, like,
0: maybe we should do a Carolina Reaper challenge for the people just to see (laughs) you in pain.
1: I will actually die. (laughs) We need to take baby steps. We need to start small. We need to start with honey barbecue. Oh (laughs) my God. And then work our way. Dave is the
0: guy that orders, like, when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, the lowest heat level of wing possible. (laughs) Actually, he probably asked the server, is there anything below this chart that I can get? Is there, like, chicken tenders?
1: Well, I know somebody who orders wings without sauce at all. That's, that's okay. It's literally boneless. Chicken. You it's you just you. chicken. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. That reminds me, remember the one
0: day we went to uh Red Robin and I got like a really
1: spicy burger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Braden, I remember you this is like a year ago, I think. But you you but you were dying. But didn't you take a bite of the pepper? Isn't that why? No, it was just
0: loaded with like jalapeno. Or oh. maybe I did. I don't remember. Well, I just
1: remember you sitting across cause they had like those like tiny booths. It was kinda of, actually, I actually kinda of like them. They're nice and snug. But you were just across the table from me going like <sighs> <sighs> And then I, and then our waitress came over and then and then it took your plate away and then you were like thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then, you were just dying. Yeah, that was a rough night. In the meantime, I was enjoying their <laughs> bottomless drinks. <laughs> yeah, you weren't
0: enjoying it for that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Yeah, uh-huh.
1: Um, But yeah, you wanted to t- talk about that day in high school.
0: Oh, yeah, that day in high school. It was the very last day. It was a cold, chilly morning. No, I'm kidding. Um, It was, it was such a weird day because it was a, literally our last day. Well, not technically our last day because we had move-in day after that right yeah
1: yeah well it wasn't supposed to be our because we were moving into a new high school Mm. and the move-in day was supposed to be like the monday because this is a this is this was a thursday Mm -hmm. and i remember because the move-in day was after and it was a friday Mm -hmm. but the move-in day was supposed to be on monday Mm -hmm. and i remember because i just remember okay just to clarify this is like the day leading
0: up to this was like covid had just like hit the u.s like just yes. hit new york and like it was starting to like become a thing like I, nobody was really sure what was going this on this is back
1: this is back when people still called it the coronavirus remember, yeah. remember that <laughs> remember when people called it the coronavirus
0: this is like it was just kind of like getting off the ground in the u.s and like it was starting to like i, I don't know if there was a case in ohio or what had happened but All I know is that it became pretty clear that we were going to get, like, shut down pretty soon.
1: There were rumors going around the school, but I remember it was my third period class. And all of a sudden, there was, like, an announcement saying we we need all faculty to meet in the auditorium. And my teacher was gone for 30 minutes. 30 minutes he was gone. Maybe it was, like, 20-something. It was a long time. And he comes back and says, change of plans. We're going to move in tomorrow. Hmm. And this was such a hectic situation because everybody, like all the teachers, were not done packing yet because they thought we were moving on Monday. Mm-hmm. So not only on Friday, the day after, were we moving in, but we were helping the teachers pack. Yeah, every, whole like thing. literally
0: there was no class that day. It was just help pack. Mm-hmm. But the,
1: what made that day so memorable, other than the fact that we, you know, that it was our last day we didn't we went into school that day not knowing it was going to be our last day of high school of high school ever in person and and uh i just and there's so many weird things that happened that day because not only you know was COVID erupting in the u.s and were we cleaning out our lockers all of a sudden to go home but there uh we have a freddy's (laughs) we we had a freddy's we, now had, we have another we one. have another one we we had we had a freddy's if you don't it, it's a fast food chain uh what was that oh. <laughs> i dropped a coin on the ground sorry <laughs> no you're good it scared me um we had a freddy's and it burnt down that day yep like, it was it like was in the
0: morning before school before we knew yeah. anything like any of what
1: was going on that happened so, that day and so freddy's burnt down i never really went to freddy's that much but it was kind of like for some people like the place uh and i and i just remember waking up seeing a facebook video of it engulfed in flames nobody was hurt thankfully right nobody was hurt i don't think so okay good yeah (laughs) nobody was hurt um and because i think it happened overnight i don't think anybody was even in the building um but that was just a weird start to the day and on top of that we found out that that was going to be our last day we were cleaning out our lockers um and on top of that there were bodies found. There were mm-hmm. there were some bodies found in our county. Mm. I think I can't remember where. It was. I won't it say was. where because I can't even remember where it was. Um, and there was also a rumor, and there was a fourth. This is something I think had less. Oh, had less concrete. <clears throat> I had less concrete information on. But this, I heard a rumor mm. th- around school that there was a serial killer going around killing gingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that,
0: well, I think it's because like the bodies they did find might have been like gingers. I don't remember. Oh, were
1: they? I don't I don't remember, but <laughs> that that day was scared just, David it, a little bit. But yeah, I just want to put this in perspective. All this is ha- we're finding out about all this stuff in the span of just a couple hours. Yeah. And it felt like the world was collapsing. It just basically caving was. In. I mean, and, just think
0: about it though. Like who would even think 2 years we're almost what? That was almost 2 years ago or was it over 2 years ago?
1: Uh it will be. Two, it will be two years. It, it's like a year and a half-ish. Yeah, and
0: just think, like, still like COVID's going on. Still like, it, like we're still feeling the reoccurring effects from this day, mm-hmm. yeah, or from that day. You know what I mean? Because like Freddy's is just now like getting
1: rebuilt. It, like, yeah, I think Freddy's. I, I, I correct me if I was wrong, but I think Freddy's was rebuilt like a year later, yeah. like finished a year later on the dot, like mm-hmm. on the same day, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. Maybe it was like a day after. Yeah. But It's crazy. You know, this brings me to another point because you, we were uh we were watching um uh what game we we were watching Thursday night football right mm-hmm. the other day mm-hmm. and we went to sheets after. Oh yeah. And we went in separate cars and the people I was in the car were some friends of ours um the per- I was in somebody else's car with two other friends on the way home. I don't remember what this what brought this up, but uh we were talking about how as it's it, I especially feel weird being adult because I feel like our childhood was pulled out like the rug was pulled out from underneath mm-hmm. of us because we never really got closure no yeah, with our childhood sure. because and i I've been wondering for a while, well not for a while, but just for a while it just I'm not that I don't Sometimes feel it like it feels an adult. like we
0: didn't graduate high school.
1: Yeah, it just it all happened so fast because I I just remember <clears throat> uh, it it just felt weird because not, I'm not saying I don't feel like an adult, but I just feel like I never closed the book on no, yeah. on growing up and because because right. you know when you're in high school you had all these ex in senior year you had all these expectations you're ready to graduate you know what I mean you're right. but we weren't ready to not come back and mm-hmm. and not see a lot of our friends i there's a lot of people i haven't seen since that day yeah or or the day after and moving um i
0: think it's a lot harder for some people too but yeah it's just like that oh for sure just like that unexpected thing like this huge change in like life that we were just forced to adapt to yeah and And like you gotta move on
1: and i'm thankful because our school did do like a very good job of making the best of things and giving us a graduation ceremony that is uh recorded and we can now enjoy forever
0: and we did have that memorable um like the
1: night parade. the parade, the parade. Yeah, that was cool that was a great that was so cool yeah yeah seeing all of our teachers again um but that i i would i call that day the day <laughs> the day the day because i that it just the day of reckoning that honestly that that's the closest day of reckoning i have experienced in my memory span mm-hmm. um yeah, but that's – it just – I just feel like um, we just didn't get closer on we our childhood. It. We didn't. Because after that, we went – because it's not like high school ended after that. We went to online classes, but it was so sudden and abrupt. Well, I think we actually had like a week or maybe even two of like nothing going on. Like we just didn't have classes. But when they resumed, uh, the, te- the teachers weren't used to it. We're still – and that wasn't their fault. It was just – Nobody, everybody was getting accustomed to doing online classes Mm -hmm. and, and since like uh, everybody was kind of getting used to it and it was all just starting for me, this is just for me. I remember my classes being very easy. They were (laughs) so extremely, yeah, very easy. (laughs) And it felt like summer was going on because uh, my classes were not too much for me to worry about. Yeah. And in that summer um, was the longest summer ever starting in March, (laughs) March, April, actually wait yeah it was march mm-hmm. march april yep. it was the end may of march. june july yeah <clears throat> it, it, it and it just was so sudden because in that time you know even though we had all that time to like kind of get used to the matter it just feels weird not seeing so many people that i still to this day have not seen and i don't yeah
0: i mean it's one of those like <clears throat> excuse me it's one of those things that like i don't know Cause we didn't really have like a big graduation where we're with all our classmates or anything like that. Like it was all like individual graduation and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there is just like so many people from our class that we don't see anymore. Like we never, we don't know where they are like anymore, you know, it's really insane. But I mean, who knows? And there's things like, you know, like five year reunions, 10 year reunions, 25 year, but there's so many things in life to happen. Like a lot of people don't come back for those or you won't ever see some people again or just, you know, so it is crazy. Like, cause that's just one of those things built into society where you're like, <clears throat> you can almost count on like the door closing on that. Like, mm-hmm. are you getting like a chance to end it? And like, it's just like a given almost that you'll get to see everybody at least one more time, but yeah, yeah not for us. Yeah, it just kind of, I don't know. It kind of goes along with the whole COVID thing that you can't like, it just really teaches you that you can't take things for granted, because you never know what's gonna happen.
1: Obviously, one hundred percent. Yeah. No, but yeah. this is completely off topic. But do you remember last if you if you listened to our last mm-hmm. podcast, you'd remember that we were reviewing a movie we just watched called The Guilty, mm-hmm. and I kept going on and on about like how this is a new movie and i and everything but it's actually a remake is it really (laughs) yeah of a danish movie called the guilty Um, (laughs) it was just an american remake Mm. um but yeah so i so just a little correction the movie technically has been out for a while um if you haven't uh i don't if you haven't seen the danish uh version then can't say i have i i have not seen it either i didn't even know it existed i because i was on instagram and I think somebody posted something about the Guilty. And then in the comments, somebody said, like, this is a very solid remake. Mm. And um, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I looked it up. I was like, oh. I don't it, think people a, realize how many movies are remakes or. There's a lot.
0: Like, made off of books or, you know, mm-hmm. even, adapta- even, adaptations.
1: Even, even books that are just, like, slowly adapt, like, or um, minimally adapted from books. Mm-hmm. You don't realize. I think. uh I think even, I haven't seen it yet, but that new M. Night Shyamalan movie called Old, I think it's based off a book of right. a different name. I just can't remember. Um, but that's, I mean, that's with everything in art, like music,
0: art, whatever. I mean, every like creative thing is inspired by something else. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's surprising that it's, it's the not beauty just of it formed out of thin air because yeah, 100%. everyone takes something from, you know, gets inspiration from something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of movies, we just watched two more movies this week, David. That's right. Two brand new
1: movies. That's right. That's what we were uh excuse me. I got distracted by a second for a second. <clears throat> but you're right. Um let's talk about our our what, first one.
0: The fir- like the one the, we watched the, first. Oh,
1: yes. We went to go see with a big group of people actually. Uh Venom: Let There Be Carnage. Uh the sequel to Venom that came out 2018. 2018. 2018. Yeah. yeah. And um, well before well, what's funny is you and I were going to see this by ourselves, I think. Mm -hmm. And I remember texting in a group chat. I was like, "Hey, me and Brayden are going to go see Venom. If anybody wants to join." And I think a total Hmm. like Hmm. seven people went. It was a lot. We got like five other people, which I was not expecting because we were actually going. Because sorry, I'll get to the movie in a second. But I I I just thought it was funny because we went to uh, the mall. Because we 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 were going to a late show. and went to like a 9:55, and we so we were killing like six, Bunch of time. six hours at the mall. Yeah, so we went suit shopping. Yeah, and uh, I kept I kept went make, to get food and I think I kept annoying you guys because I kept wandering off. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Hot Topic, and I went to Box Lunch to check out all the cool gear that they had, and we went to a hat store. Um, mm-hmm. and you own. <laughs> And you oh okay, I kinda wanna call Austin and get him to Okay. (laughs) Okay, so we were we were at this hat store and then and Braden was like trying on this yellow hat. He's like, hey, should I get this? And then who said it? Somebody's like, Yeah, yeah, he's like, You should put a little pinwheel on top. And I took a picture of you (laughs) and I intentionally put my phone like really high to make you to make you look like a child. And I put a little I think because I like went on the Snapchat. And I, and I looked up, um, and I looked up spinner or, and the only, or propeller or something. The only thing that came up with was a fidget spinner. So I like, you know, do, did the little, uh, Snapchat thing where you can put, do use the scissor tool and put this spinner on your head. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then later that day we went to, uh, we went to get ice cream at Coldstone and I showed, uh, the picture to um to Austin our friend Austin who we've mentioned on the show before and he did like an impersonation of you of what of, well, not of you but what <laughs> like he, a little a, kid a, with a hat spinner or the spinner a voice a hat he, he, that that matched perfectly with that picture of you and mm-hmm. I'm gonna try calling him and get him to do it <laughs> I hope he picks up is he working today? no I think he's in, what's in Athens what's he doing? Hey, what's up, Austin? <laughs> not
2: the monster. I ordered myself Chipotle. No way.
1: <laughs> hey, why don't you order from mine? Hey, uh, we're actually recording a podcast right now, and I was wondering if you can do your impersonation of Brayden whenever you're in, with that picture of him wearing the the yellow hat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that impersonation.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you remember it or not.
2: He wears my.
1: <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Austin? Hey,
2: here's my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, sort of <laughs> I don't know. but I was Thanks, laughing. Austin. Thanks,
1: Austin. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> no, I hope you have a great day. <laughs> See you, buddy. I don't know. Oh I feel gosh. bad. Um. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Um, hey, he picked
0: up <laughs> that ice cream. By the way, had What's... devastating effects on my um you uh, my uh track system or my bowel syndrome.
1: <laughs> you can ask. You should ask Austin about that too, because we got this special. Because um... I remember you were like, "There's no way I'm getting ice cream," but then you got ice cream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I think I said the same thing. Yeah, it was. What's um, a Cold Stone? I don't yeah. know if you have a Cold Stone in your area, but is that a chain? Yeah, it is. Yeah, get yourself some Cold Stone. That's some just good be stuff. careful
0: if you get the the boo or uh, what was it called? Boo batter? Yeah, boo batter. Boo ice batter. Cream. Yeah, With I the didn't get that. Special Halloween ice cream because they put some definitely some dyes in there that make um, things come out of your body different colors. Just be what, was be it warned. was it
1: good? Yeah, it was good. So the part one was good, <laughs> but the part two not so much. Yeah, gotcha. Man. Different colors, different colors. Good. I mean, I didn't get it because it was cake batter flavored, and I'm not a huge fan of cake batter ice cream. Because I liked it; it was good. It was a good. I might have to try mm-hmm. it because I keep, I keep hearing people rave about it. And it sounds yes. good. Speaking of something that people keep talking about, I Ooh. saw. Oh no, we need to talk about the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. no,
0: we're, finish your thought first. I was just
1: gonna say I started Squid Game. Oh boy, um, I'm only two episodes in. I'm not gonna say anything, but it's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I haven't
0: watched it yet. I, I'd like to watch it. Yeah, there's um, another show you were talking about too. Though, yes, just really
1: good. I, I just finished. Um, it kind of goes with our Halloween theme. I just finished a uh horror slash thriller drama, whatever you want to call it. Um, on Netflix called it Midnight Mass. Mm. One of my favorite shows I've seen as of recent. Um, the the guy who wrote and directed the show also did Haunting of Hill House, Blind Manor, which I've actually not seen. but I do want to see. But he also did Hush. That movie. Have you seen Hush? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you had for some reason. yeah whatever. Such a good show. Um, but I will just a disclaimer, not everybody's gonna love it. Um and I, I think I enjoyed this show uh especially because it did kind of like hit some not even nostalgia, just some points that I can relate to even now. And mm-hmm. it it's just so it's so unique. I'm not gonna say a single thing about the plot. Not even I'm not even gonna give you a synopsis because I want you to go in completely blind. Um, but it's good. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. It's really good. Um, Mike, I like to describe it as, well, I think somebody else said this, but Mike Flanagan writes like dramas in horror environments. And that's basically what this is. Um, it, it's good. Yeah. It's, I'll have to check it out. What else I like about Mike Flanagan, um, is he answers all the questions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some, unlike some movies. Yeah. Like some, uh, movies, like I'm hinting at something. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, leave a lot of loose ends, and sometimes it's intentional to leave open endings. But he pretty much answers all the questions. All your answers will be questions, or <laughs> all your questions will be answered. <laughs> all your answers will be questions. Yeah, um, I think at least, at least I can't think of any that weren't. But yeah, that's I'll it. Have to check it out. Sounds yeah, good. It is good.
0: Now let me just get right into this right now. Okay, Venom, let there be carnage. Sucks. <laughs> I don't know how much emphasis
1: I can put on that. So, um, so we went, <laughs> yes. So, it, what's funny is we walked out of this movie. There were like seven of us. And when there's not that many people, I, I just feel awkward sharing my opinion because I'm like yeah. afraid somebody's going to disagree with me. Me and David me. are used to it, but yeah. <laughs> but we were just, we kind of chilled in the lobby for a while just talking and then we all left. And Braden called me on my phone. We talked on the whole, like in separate cars, just going home. This like the same place, pretty much, but we were just on the phone talking, and he tech and you called me and you said, So what did you think <laughs> and I was like, if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't love it <laughs> um and and my biggest complaint about I think I said this to you, my biggest complaint with it is it's too humor driven <clears throat> yep, and i i I feel like. And this is something that you can accomplish. Like, you can still make a good movie, even like a comic book superhero movie. You can still accomplish this by having a hu- – like, Guardians of the Galaxy right, is very right. humor-driven. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's appropriate place, and it fits with the characters and the story. Yes. It works so well. It just didn't work with me no. for this one.
0: I think a lot of it is um, – was in the writing – but Absolutely. Like if you watch the first movie, you understand. Like they're definitely trying. They introduce humor in the first movie, and it's good. Like I thought the first movie was a solid movie.
1: Oh man, Austin! I'm sorry, Austin just texted me and said, "I love you, man. I appreciate you calling me." <laughs> Shout out to the podcast. He's so nice. He's <laughs> like the nicest person. Thank you, Austin. Shout out to you too. Good impersonation. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, um, I think the problem that this movie has with the humor thing is. The first one, it would just felt, like, natural and, like, surprising because you weren't expecting it. Yeah. But this movie, it just feels like it was forced down your throat. Like, they were, like, intentionally trying to force the humor thing. There was also just, like, the plot was just not there. Like, the plot, was, like, there was a lot. There wasn't as much action in this movie as you expect there to be. Like, I I'm not trying to, I'm not going to spoil the movie. It's just it's disappointing if you were a fan of the first movie i i think you're gonna be disappointed by this movie um my biggest things that i wrote down i think this movie should have been rated r Mm -hmm. this movie like it's just for what they're trying to do like with this with venom like the villain venom and carnage especially like there's no reason like this movie was just held back by the fact that it was pg-13 like there's no reason it should have been not been rated r
1: And there's arguments to be made. Like, some people, like, say, like, oh, they make them PG-13 because they want to uh,
0: get kids. You know, you want to
1: suck the kids into watching Venom eat people's heads off. that's what they want to watch. PG-13 movies simply just make more money. Right. And and that's true. (laughs) But I just – it just really – and I know this, like – I know this is – I don't know. It just kind of bothers me when uh, financial uh, (laughs) – This, is, this will sound for Financial mature. reasons like take over more than like the actual yes. product when a quality stu- of the movie. When a studio interferes, because I can almost guarantee that Andy Circus probably wanted to make this movie rated R. Because it's trying so hard to edge that. Yeah. We even get an F word in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we get, which I thought. And it was perfectly used, I thought. And I thought, I'll actually have to disagree with you there. You think? I actually, didn't, didn't, think like, I actually didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it for,
0: well, not in the context of the movie. Yeah. But I think like. If the movie would have went in a different direction, like that would have made more sense. Yeah. Using it like that. Yeah,
1: for sure. And was there an F word in the first one? I don't know. Probably. I don't remember. There might have been, but it just, this movie tries, it just, it's just trying so hard to push this line. And, but, but at the same time, it's, it's staying. Okay. Let me rephrase all of that. It's trying so hard to edge this boundary and, But at the same time, it's playing it safe. Yeah. And it's – I don't know if that makes any sense, but you can kind of feel it as you're watching it. It's very awkward. And Venom, Venom himself, I don't think he had a single line that I can recall that was not comic relief. (laughs) I swear to gosh. Like, I I think every single one, if there is one that it wasn't, I can't remember what it was. Mm Because – and at first, for the within the first like 10 minutes of the movie – you know, it was kind of charming because a lot of times sequels do that to in- reintroduce the characters. They kind of like it's a little bit like they don't need to um adri- well, this is what this movie, do you know I had a problem with I had this movie. Hmm. Excuse me. Um uh in the first movie, they establish this is not really a spoiler, but it's uh if you haven't seen the first Venom movie, then this is not really a spoiler, but I'm just kind of talking about it. But they kind of establish this built this relationship near the end of the first Venom movie uh, between Eddie Brock, who's Tom Hardy, and Venom, and this and they kind of like negotiate a deal mm-hmm. on how to like work with each other. The second movie. I feel like disregards all of that yeah they don't really continue with that because in the beginning of the second movie Venom just keeps going like oh I want to eat everybody's head yeah, it's just and, like a couple that's fighting yeah exactly and um there was just decisions I didn't like this movie is also really short
0: yeah I think that was one of his biggest problems it just felt sloppy felt short mm-hmm. felt like it felt just mediocre it almost feels like the, it was so short, it almost feels like this movie was a lot longer, and they like cut it down.
1: It feels like a movie <clears> that it feels like a two hour movie squished into an hour and a half movie, yeah, and Woody Harrelson's character was completely wasted in my opinion oh, I agree uh, I
0: think like Carnage is a great character to be made, and I think or like um, what was the name of his character, like the actual
1: guy uh oh. uh. Ca- uh cassidy cletus cassidy, cletus cassidy. i yeah. think there
0: was so much potential on like that creepy like serial killer like you know woody harrelson i thought woody harrelson was fine in the movie it's mm-hmm. just he wasn't the script wasn't good like for the character because no, it's writing hard was to terrible. make it's hard and, to make a genuine scary serial killer in a pg-13 movie it is and like especially in a superhero super like superhero mm-hmm. you know serial killer movie and like carnage like I thought the special effects in this movie were cool. Like some of the fight scenes were cool, but it's just, I don't know. I, someone also, I remember, brought up the point that, or like I read somewhere that maybe like one of the reasonings for this movie being so short is that, like, because of COVID and like I think theaters. You, I think you said that. <laughs> no, no, not that. Not oh, just because oh. of COVID, but because of COVID making like theaters like less like you know, less profitable pretty much because not as many people are going to the theaters and, you know, mm-hmm. like they, maybe a shorter runtime, they could put a lot more showings in through the day instead of having a longer movie that takes up more time and they sense. don't get as many showings so they don't make as much money. So that was like a reason I heard was possible that it's so short. Yeah. But like this, I, I don't know. That's just like, that's one of the problems with Hollywood in general It's just like money dominated, like. If the movie was more about money, it, it seems to be that this, this is, movie was more about money than quality because it didn't. It, it could have had a lot of potential.
1: Studio decisions made by the studios uh, jeopardize the the artistic vision of the filmmakers. And right. And I know that I know that it's just business. I like I understand that, but it's also it, I can't pretend like it's not a shame. From an audience
0: perspective, it's going to make the like if they try to profit off of a next movie they're a lot less
1: likely to maintain like that fan base. Something about this movie that I picked up on is it kind of insults the intelligence of the audience. Yeah. The writing. Yeah, exactly. It, it really, it, it pushes this humor on you and it gives you, it reminds you of different things that happened in the movie. Um, assuming that you forgot. And it's (laughs) like, and I'm just like, if you can trust your audience to know, understand these things and pick up on these things, you have so much more room to do something better. Mm-hmm. we be more creative. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. I don't know this movie. I enjoyed it. It sucked. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I enjoy, I had fun in the theater watching well, it. Yeah. Like, but like, I just don't see myself ever watching it again. Right. Really. And it's a shame. I will say this though, make sure to stick around for the post-credits. Yes. If yes. you see that it
0: post-credits scene, literally like the whole movie I was watching it. I was like, this is a letdown. Like I was like, cause I had high expectations for this movie. I don't know why. I mean, I, I really was a fan of the first one. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it, but this movie I had high expectations for. Maybe it was because of COVID and it was so delayed and it was like just waiting. We were waiting so long for it, but, um, I was like just watching the whole movie. I was like, "Man, this is not as good as it could be." Like, this is just not like good writing. Like, I could it just wasn't a great movie. But then you walk out of that movie after that post credit scene, and you're like,
1: "Holy crap!
0: Like that was
1: awesome." I I, wa- I walked the the, the post credit scene got rid of the bad taste in my mouth. It did. I, 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 I walked, literally
0: like is the one saving grace this movie has. Yeah, is the post credit scene.
1: I walked out forgetting that I didn't like it. <laughs> the the, the post credit scene is kind of almost worth the cost of admission alone because it's. Mm-hmm. I walked out thinking I even I texted my brother right away I was like I think I even said to him Venom 2 sucks but the post-credit scene is awesome <laughs> and then but then I remember I, as I got in the car I was like yeah that post-credit scene was cool but the movie it's kind of a shame that that's such a great post-credit scene was mm-hmm. attached to such a mediocre movie right and yeah I agree yeah. I don't know that's just what makes me think that
0: like I don't know I feel like this movie originally was probably supposed to be longer. It just feels yeah. like it was like cut or something. It was really funny. Cause, cause the way it like, sorry, go ahead. No, just sorry. Like the way it flowed was like that whole, the way the it, pacing was terrible. The pacing. Oh like, yeah. Cause, cause it's so it, you short. know, like it's like the last like scenes of the movie and you're like, and it's just over and you're like, what just happened? Cause mm-hmm. it felt like the movie was just starting.
1: Mm-hmm. But there's also a character. This is kind of a minor thing, but there's a character in the first movie who I actually kind of liked. Um,
0: Oh yeah, Beca- I forgot we talked about this. Yeah,
1: the character, the the main character. Spoiler alert for the first one, minor spoiler, but the main character in the first, or excuse me, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, uh, and his fiance break up, and then she uh gets engaged with another guy, but he's actually kind of cool because it's mm-hmm. usually a trope for you know the the quote other guy unquote to be kind of a jerk. But he's like actually really cool and he's nice. And mm-hmm. it's kind of it was like kind of a nice little change of pace from the tropes that we're used to seeing. In this movie, he's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Venom 2, they they completely rewrote him. And yeah. I'm like, why? I know. You had something good going. Yeah. And then they just completely
0: I completely thought the
1: same yeah. exact thing. And I was so movie. glad. Because we were talking after that, and I brought that up, and you said you were thinking the same thing. I was I was so glad to know I wasn't the only one who thought that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it kind of made me mad. Cause like they showed, they brought him right. back into the movie, and I was like, "Oh yes, they're bringing this guy mm-hmm. back." And, and then, he's just like a, every like comment he makes
0: is like backhanded
1: and just yeah. Like, it's it's it was just a little disappointing. It was a
0: frustrating movie, and it was more frustrating because we had a lot of friends there, and it was just like
1: it wasn't one of those movies you could walk out and be like, "Man, that movie was awesome." It's like, fun. It's fun to walk out <clears throat> with. Because we never really said that when we walked out with our friends. We no. didn't really even talk about we the movie that much. We did it because I think it was just general consensus that eh, that movie yeah. wasn't that great. We just kind of knew because um, – it was funny though because uh, another friend that was with us that was sitting next to me, he's never he never saw the first one. Um, he actually told me he hasn't been to a movie theater since uh, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, I think, and um, – and he and he never saw that first Venom. So like within the first five minutes, he turned to me and he's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but yeah, this movie we didn't love it, but I, I mean, if if you're a fan of that kind of thing, and if you're down for a mindless fun experience, you'll still have a good time. It, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. So I don't want to like discourage people to like. I, I think it's worth seeing just for the post credit scene, especially if you're a Marvel fan. Well, I mean, if you're a Marvel fan. You're probably seeing every Marvel movie anyway, like I do. Um, and even if you won't like it, it's still worth seeing. So you can, you know, just say you saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's worth seeing to say you saw it. Um, and you might know, you might like it. You know, our opinions are not set in stone; they're not concrete. They're just right. our opinions. You're more welcome to disagree with us. Our opinions mean you'd be wrong. Dog crap. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. I, th- I think. Any more thoughts on that? I, think, I don't think so. We know? also saw another movie, though. We saw. An- we saw another movie two days ago. Um, this movie was good. <laughs> this movie was complete opposite,
0: like feeling of that movie. Yes. This was one of my favorite movies I've seen in recent memory. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the new James Bond, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Yes, we. This movie uh, is is um, uh, wrapping up the Daniel Craig um, James Bond series that started back in two thousand six, something like that. Casino Royale. This movie was fantastic. I mm-hmm. think it's not just my. I. It's definitely one of my favorite Daniel Craig, but it's definitely one of my favorite overall James Bond um, yeah. movies. And it. it I will. It, it was. Um, this movie. I. I'm not going to say any spoilers. I mean, I. Because I want people to see this. I think the. I think Daniel Craig. I hope this isn't too bold of a statement, but I think Daniel Craig is the best Bond. I think the Daniel Craig uh Bond series is the best Bond series all respect um to Sean Connery. I think he's my, he's definitely my second favorite, but Daniel Craig it, he he uh I don't know. He's if, got that like moxie to He, him. he just, just has that persona yeah. on screen and he just kind of radiates James Bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these movies are just so fun. The the, the stunts are amazing in all of them. Uh just like the the cinematography and the storylines um I will confess I haven't seen uh Specter in a while. I know that's the movie mm-hmm. that I think it's this definitely
0: one. like if you are looking to see this movie you definitely want to
1: watch Specter before because Yes, it does tie in. It does tie in. Um it, it it is long. It was like 2 hours and 45, but it didn't feel too long no. because I was enjoying it. And mm-hmm. um this it, it wraps up the series very well. If you're a fan of James Bond or the series, or just movies in general, this is kind of a must see. It's, I think, it's without a doubt the best movie out right now. Yeah, a, I think. for sure. Um, and I it was so we were in a packed theater too. Oh yeah, the theater was packed. Everybody was enjoying this movie. The the woman to my right was loving it, and and you were, and the theater experience being the people around you can really affect your experience and i think it's so fun to see movies when everybody around you is having a good time mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when i saw when i saw infinity war um spoiler alert and there was a scene where the train was going by and then the, after the train goes by captain america's staying behind theater went nuts mm-hmm. and i wasn't even expecting it but i mean i've never seen the movie at that point but every oh and this is like the small theater in our town. Mm-hmm. And this this isn't even like a huge theater, but everybody in it was like, yes! <laughs> and it was awesome. I love that kind of thing. Do you know what the, uh, I think the best ex- uh, theater, I'll, sorry, I'm getting off topic, but do you know what the best theater experience I've ever had was? What's that? I went to see The Incredibles 2 in a huge theater. Like, this, uh, it had a, there was like a ba- an IMAX Like giant... IMAX, there was a balcony. Really? It was the biggest theater I've ever been in and the the it was insane the the crowd (laughs) uh, the 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 crowd was going wild during all the jokes and all the best scenes and the that that was just so fun um yeah that sounds awesome yeah i love the theater experience i'm i I, i'm i'm a big supporter and endorser i'm a big endorser of the theater experience Mm -hmm. and um me know. too. Me too. It's just so much Obviously, fun. But Obviously. Because we talk about it enough. <laughs> <we do. laughs> exactly. But anyway, back to the movie. Uh, sorry, I've been talking too much. No, you haven't. Yeah. Don't apologize. Thank you. Do you have any thoughts on the movie? I just like thought,
0: I mean, not really. I think the movie is just great all across the board. Like, it's got a good story. Got a good, you know, good action. Good everything characters are good it helps it keeps you in its grasp mm-hmm. the whole time it's you're, not a movie you want to look away from like you're not tempted to pick up your phone and just not pay attention to it like mm-hmm. it's it's a good movie
1: it's never boring um it, it it keeps you in its grasp like i said another thing that keeps you in its grasp the entire time is midnight mass by the way <laughs> <laughs> that's a show i recommend i do want to watch that for sure yeah once you watch that we can definitely converse. yeah um But, yeah, uh, Daniel Craig, thank you for doing this. Thank you for your service. Thank you for listening. 007. (laughs) 007. Uh, There's definitely a lot of, uh, we talked about this, there's definitely a lot of, they're paying a lot of homage to, like, the franchise in general. The signature bond. The signature bond things. Shake it, not stirred. You know what I mean? That kind Mm. of stuff. And I love that. And it's never in your face, either. No. It's very subtle. very subtle. subtle. Yeah. Which I like. I appreciated that. So... um. Yeah, great movie. And this movie was uh, delayed for a long time. This yeah. was to come like over like a Venom, year ago. But this one delivered, unlike Venom. <laughs> this movie's been sitting on a shelf for a long time. I think it's. I mean, they probably. I'm sure they tweaked, tweaked it. it. Yeah, yeah. Jinx. And um, but I don't know. It it was worth the wait, even after all that time. Um, I think it's. I think it might be my favorite. It's either my favorite. I don't know. Casino Royale. I mean, I love all of them, but my favorite is either this one casino royale or skyfall yeah like those are all uh and i thought specter was good too specter is very good yeah in terms of like you know the daniel craig ones i like daniel craig ones are my favorite in general but i also love like golden like mm-hmm. those are all they're all they're all fun and yeah that's all i have to say if you if you were not familiar with uh james bond uh daniel craig series is a good place to start it's casino royale quantum of solace skyfall specter no time to die is that the right order yeah I think that's the right order. Yep. yeah yeah that's all i have to say great movie go check it out
0: indeed yeah indeed that's absolutely I mean. so that's basically what we did all week i mean besides work and school the typical
1: mm-hmm. um so yeah let's get into oh what... i had a quick story oh is that okay yeah. i'm sorry it's totally just, okay that's it just came podcast, back to mind baby okay good it's <laughs> i'll make it very quick um and then we'll get into more of our halloween stuff um We had, it was homecoming week at my school and we had a performance on the Monday of that week and the march in our marching band was, uh, um, we had a bonfire and I was in the band and we were parading to, um, the fire. No, this wasn't the bonfire. I'm sorry. This was a different event. We're parading to a soccer game. We were playing at a soccer game and my, we were playing stands tunes at the game, so I, we were bringing our foot folders, which has all our music in them. Um, and on on my snare drum, we usually have these mounts, like these mounts that we put our music on. Um, but I mine is currently misplaced. I need to get a new one. So, <laughs> not another snare drum so, story. Yes, it is another sort of another snare drum story. So, what I usually do when we're doing those, like during rehearsal, I just kind of set it, kind of like on my. heart harness close to my stomach and <laughs> and um and like kind of on my drum but i don't want it too much because i want to kill the sound um so that's what i normally do and i think it's what people normally are used to seeing me do but but you no know, i didn't we didn't need it when we were cadencing over so i put my so i put my foot footer uh in my like kind of under my uniform and kind of in my pants <laughs> nice <laughs> and, and and as we are marching, I slowly feel my music just going down my leg <laughs> until <laughs> we're marching. And all of a keep in mind my foot folder is on its last legs. It has one binder cl- like ring left. It's made out of plastic. It's like on, and it's like about to snap. And I just and all of a sudden I just feel all my music come out of my left leg. Oh my through god through my <laughs> through my through my uh pants. And then and then I know and and then people didn't really notice what happened. I don't, they didn't really notice it was in my pants. Thank God. I mean, if they're listening, then now they know. But, but people. But then, but then we stopped the whole band. We weren't in front of anybody. We we're just like exiting the building. Thank God. But we we stopped in this and so this and this person uh, got my music from me and gave it back to me. And then and then uh, people were like, "Oh, did you just like accidentally hit it like on your drum?" <laughs> Because they thought it was on my drum, fell off, and I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I lied, I lied, Braden. I'm a dirty liar." <laughs> but I just couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't tell him that it was. I'm coming queen right now. It, I did not hit it off my drum. It was I sho- in the pants. I shoved it down my pants. <laughs> 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 uh, confession. Oh man.
0: That's, That's all funny. I have did to say. Did you shove it back
1: in your pants when you got it back? No, somebody actually held it for me for the rest of the parade oh, nice. and you even get to put hold my pants paper. And she, uh, she even put my music back in order. Oh, my. She was so nice, and I felt so bad because I was like, she shouldn't have to clean up after my mess. Yeah, but she did. Very nice person. Um, <laughs> shout out to you. And other than that, everything went well. Yeah, That's it was good. good. It was just a little embarrassing. Uh, I have a lot of embarrassing things happened in that band i don't know why
0: <laughs> it does seem that way doesn't yeah it?
1: stay tuned for next week so i can tell you the next story <laughs>
0: anyway all right that's let's it. get into halloween this or that
1: oh yes this or that so we are doing bringing back this or that this episode and since it's october we are doing halloween edition and now this is kind of a mix of um uh this or that and would you rather they're essentially the same thing sort of Um, let's, 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 uh, dive into this. Um, would you rather be bit by a bat with rabies (laughs) or be bit by a poisonous spider? Oh man. Um, well, can they cure rabies like now? Rabies can be treated if, if you show up before symptoms come in, I believe. Okay. So if you, if you, if you like know that you got bit by a bat, you should go to the doctor like immediately. But if symptoms show up. Before you get treated, then that's not good.
0: Well, then I'm going to have to say bad because... Yes. If
1: I'm aware I'm being bit by the bat, I agree. Yeah. Like, if the bat
0: bites me in my sleep, then I don't know. Because I'm not going to know. But, like, if it's a spider, I feel like there's more potential for it to be bad.
1: Yeah. Especially, like, what you get bit by. There's a lot of lethal, lethal spiders out there. Oh, yeah. And... Hopefully, not. it'll freaks. Yeah. So I would rather go with bat because I feel like, depend. I mean, it depends what kind of spider, but I feel like the bat. Shout out to Aragog. Aragog? From Harry Potter. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: All right. Look what at a, you. What else you Look got? Look at
1: you just watching that for the first time not that long ago. Y'all remembering <laughs> the names. Um, <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Um, would you rather have fangs or red eyes? Red eyes. Red eyes. Red is eyes. Is that even hurt. a question? Being, having red eyes would be awesome. It would be. It'd be sick. Like, is there? Is there? Is there like uh, a catch to having red eyes? Because I like having. People think you're the double, I guess. I I could just say I'm wearing contacts, <laughs> I'm <just> being... <laughs> and they do make those, by the way. Like you can get. Yeah, I've seen. I I've uh well not, I don't think I know anybody that wears them, but I have seen like videos. I mean, this water is very good, by the way. What kind of water is this? Clover Valley Purified. Oh yeah, water. we went over this, didn't we? <laughs> Very good. Mm. You know. The typical. Yeah, I'd have to go with red eyes. Um
0: Fangs would just be annoying. Like, yeah, you could there's bite just so inconvenient freaking head off. But why but... would you
1: want to? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Maybe for a big carnivore,
1: maybe you go with fangs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a good one. Would you rather? Or this or that, whatever uh Halloween party or Christmas party. Halloween party or
0: Christmas party?
1: Mm, I have some thoughts I think on this
0: one. Definitely Halloween party. Because mm-hmm. maybe I'm biased, but um, I just love the atmosphere of Halloween parties. I just feel like it's I don't know more fun. Yes. Everyone in costumes. Everyone like it's definitely just more fun. Like Christmas parties, yeah. they can be fun too, but <clears throat> it's not the same type of vibe as a Halloween party.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I have like uh. I agree with that. But I, I feel like I have a different idea for both. And I feel like you do too. When I think of like Halloween parties, um, I kind of think, you know, not maybe not so much anymore, but I kind of feel like everybody kind of having fun getting dressed up. Mm-hmm. Kind of more of a laid back more, you know, more of a party. You no, know, more more yeah. emphasis on the word party. You're just yeah. kind of hanging back, maybe there's like music playing, you're yeah. just like catching up with people. Uh but when I think of Christmas party, I think of more something a little not formal per se but something a little bit more cozy mm-hmm. i think i think of you know sweaters sweaters like hot, hot chocolate yeah maybe a gift exchange but nothing there's, no, there's not like raven music or anything yeah. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm probably just playing you know like uh big uh man with the what, what's what's the song called uh some uh Man with the bag. Wait, what's, that, what's that song called? it. Ah, Whatever. Any Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what's called. I just imagine that playing. You know, there's a fire, you know, and we're all just sitting in the circle playing White Elephant. And that, mm-hmm. that's what I think of a Christmas party. But, and there's such, in my mind, there's such different things, they which are. makes it hard I wouldn't even to only, choose.
0: It's like a Christmas gathering. It's not really a party.
1: However, something that is like on. Un- Unmatched are JP's Halloween parties. Yeah. Which by the way, stay tuned. I believe our next podcast, we are having our first guest. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. Our first guest is going to be uh Justin, who we've talked about like several I've like I've brought him up several times, especially when I talk about dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh because he's known for having um some great Halloween parties and we're just gonna share some stories, uh get some get some uh you know, some light and some behind the scenes stories about all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're excited. We are. It's yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say about the matter. I agree. So this is a good one. Would you rather go trick or treating or hand out candy?
0: Mm. Well, it depends. Like if you're handing out candy, do, do you also get to pull pranks on people? Sure. Or, like, you know, pull. Sure. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think a... it depends on the crowd. Because if I was younger, obviously, you're going to say trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating, yeah. But, like, now, if I'm, like, at home or, like, I'm with friends in my house and I get to, like, set up a bunch of stuff or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, pull a prank. Oh,
1: you mean, mean like, do, like, those pranks where they come up to your house and you scare them? Yeah. Yeah, this this one guy in my neighborhood dressed up as a statue. And I literally thought it was like a statue they put out. (laughs) And I walked up and he... Chased us down the driveway. <laughs> and I was with Justin, actually. Yeah, you like, see, like, that. if I, I feel like that would
0: be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's including that, I'd probably pick that nowadays. But, like, obviously, as a kid, you want to go trick or treating.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If you're a kid, definitely trick or treating. But I feel like now I, I like to give out candy because I don't know. I like nighttime. And, uh, I usually, uh, if, if I'm in the, I'll usually do it, like, with my sister and we'll, like, play, um, spooky music like on a like a jukebox or mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. i don't know fun fact i've actually never given out candy before really i think mm-hmm. I've, I've only done it maybe twice ever and because i'm usually either because before that when i was young i'd be doing trick-or-treating mm-hmm. and if i'm not handing out candy now i'm either not home or doing like homework. my like
0: well like i have a younger sister so even when i was not trick-or-treating like my family still usually went with my sister yeah. to take her trick-or-treating but now she's almost to the age where she doesn't trick or treat anymore either. So
1: how old were you when you stopped uh, trick or treating? That's a good question. I honestly don't
0: know the answer. I think maybe like twelve or thirteen. I stopped, but then I, I think when I was like fifteen, or like maybe even sixteen, I just did it again one year for fun, like yeah. just one last time.
1: Yeah, I think thirteen was my last year. Yeah, like, um, I think
0: I was like twelve or thirteen when I really stopped. It, yeah, but
1: because I, I and um, I remember. There was just I, – I remember this one neighborhood um had like – like nobody was outside but they had like these bowls and there was a sign that said like please take like one mm-hmm. gift bag. And and I honored that. I was so proud of myself and I saw this other guy, this other kid take three <laughs> and I was about to come up and be like – because that's the kind of kid I probably used to be. But no, I didn't. I didn't have enough guts <laughs> to do that. Um, Show them yeah. some of that ginger fire. Ginger <laughs> fire. I was all I have to do is eat some spicy nuggets and then just breathe <laughs> fire. That's all I gotta do. Oh god! It's a little little signal warning. Um, Over dramatic. <laughs> true. <laughs> um. Oh man. What else you got on there, David? Okay, this one doesn't really make any sense because I feel like this one. This okay, I'm not even going to read that one. Okay. Um. Okay, this kind of. <laughs> This I, I'm gonna make this one quick because this is kind something we talked about last time. Would you rather watch a scary movie or a funny movie? Because <laughs> yeah, for me, it's a scary movie. Funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we already talked about that last time, so I'm not gonna. uh Okay. Um Would you rather? All right. This is now we're we're about to incriminate each other. Would you rather toilet paper a house mm. or egg a car? <laughs>
0: um. Well.
1: I don't think I've done either. Considering
0: that like one is a lot more I feel like annoying to do than the other. Yeah. I would definitely toilet paper a house.
1: I feel like see toilet yeah, I, I agree cuz I feel like taking down the toilet paper while still being very annoying, you know, I'd rather it, it's <clears throat> less of like uh, there's less <clears throat> aftermath than getting your car egged. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I feel like there's more potential damage to getting your car egged than getting your house toilet papered. Why does it
0: seem like, you know, like, growing up, like, you hear, we heard, like, so many stories about people, like, like, I don't know if it was, like, 80s, 90s, like, whenever this was, like, a popular thing, but, like, why does it feel like we heard so many stories about people, like, toilet papering people's houses, like, back in the day, but, like, Like nowadays. Like, where we live? No, not where we live, just, like, in general, like, in popular culture, you always hear about. Like, TPing people's houses. But, like... I have seen I've it. never... That's never happened, I don't think, ever. Really? I've actually seen it before. Really? Yeah. I drove
1: by people doing it once. I, I've never seen it in our area. Like... But now that I know that... Not has not happened, in our area, actually. Well, gotcha. so, I mean... Not, not where... I mean, in our area, but not, like, around where I live. Yeah. Um, It was, like, maybe, like, t- 15 minutes away. Um, But... Let's bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> we should... We should we should draw straws, and whoever draws the uh, the short straw has to get their... Uh... Or maybe we can just <laughs> um, form a new
0: poll, and whoever loses the poll.
1: Oh, speaking of polls, I forgot to mention this, didn't I? Yeah, you did. We had a poll. Uh, I set up a poll on our last podcast, and the poll was, who would win in an arm wrestle? <laughs> 75% of the people said, um, and they're wrong, but they said to me.
0: Yeah, 75% of those
1: people are idiots no, i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> and 25 percent <laughs> said you yeah yeah and so how many
0: of those votes from me probably a lot <laughs> but um, yeah no i i don't even know like i don't know maybe one day you'll see footage of me and david arm wrestling you might yeah but yeah but- Keep a, if you're listening on Spotify. We're gonna try to put some polls, just some fun polls, every once in a while. So,
1: um, the poll for this episode is going to be: Who would you think would win in a game of pool? Uh. No pun intended. <laughs> <to have> pool. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Stay tuned. This one already has an answer to. It. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next podcast, where I'm sure we're going to be talking about this one, aren't we? Yep. Um. Uh. <laughs> Let's do one more. <laughs> I swear I didn't see this before. Would you rather take one candy from an unguarded bowl or take all the candy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know what kind of nice guy you are, David, but I'm taking the whole freaking bowl. No, I'm kidding. Oh
1: really? I feel like you would actually. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) No, I would take one. Yeah. I feel too
1: bad. Yeah. Let's do one
0: more. Let's do one more. Go that. And then we'll get into, I'll read the story for the day.
1: The story of the day. That's right. Um, Uh, homemade costume or costume bought at a store? Homemade costume, same. Well, yes, same.
0: I think if you want like more enjoyment out of it, if you're making something yourself, it's more fun. I don't know if you remember this in high school. Like, we had our um spirit week. We like one of the days was like dress up day, like Halloween costume or something. I remember I made my own costume, (laughs) it was like the worst thing. What was it? It was like it was a superhero. I like dressed up as a superhero. <gasps> I remember. But it was like the worst thing. It was terrible. I I had like a trash bag as a cape, <laughs> and I had like a ski mask, like or like ski mask like mask thing. And yeah. I had like just a hoodie and mm-hmm. it. I was like trash bag man, and it was trash bag. Man. Pretty epic though. I gotta say, like that gave me more enjoyment than any other costume I would have bought at the
1: store. Mm-hmm. I I remember I went as if you ever seen the office episode with a three-hold punch Jim, i did three-hold <laughs> punch david and somebody else in our school did the same thing i remember i think i have a mm-hmm. picture of us both um i think that was like freshman year that was a early on yeah um but yeah uh homemade one of my favorite costumes i've ever done was i just me and justin both went as mimes <laughs> um at his party actually and i think it was 10 years ago i think this year i think he said this year's the 10 cuz justin's really good at remembering dates and stuff and he was like this year's the 10th 10 year anniversary of uh us going as mimes which means i might go as a mime again this year you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if i ever find an excuse to dress up but you might have to yeah
0: i don't think i've ever seen pictures of you dressed up as a mime it was so long
1: ago i don't think i wasn't a very good mime (laughs) i think i talked the whole time
0: but yeah this is brings me this like is making me think that we're soon we're planning on starting like an instagram page for our um podcast so hopefully some of the stuff we're talking about we can bring to life on instagram where we can like Mm -hmm. you know do some throwback pictures of like some of the stuff we're talking about but that's coming in the future
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely Uh, but yeah all right i could probably just do that now i mean not like now but after this yeah yeah it Um, takes uh, all right so that was that was this or that halloween edition um now it's time for a
0: Spooky story. Yes. Narra- I'm going to narrate this one because David sucks at narrating. That's true. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he you're not great. wrong. He did great last week. We're just going to... I kept clearing my throat. I was like, <clears throat> We're going to switch it up this time. I'm going to read this one. David will read the next and one. And neither of us have read this before. Maybe we'll have Justin read the next one. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, we should. All right. So this is just a pretty short story found on the internet. Um, These are believe- based on true stories. Mm-hmm. This one is out of... I don't know if this is the name of the building, but it's called Sloss Furnaces. I think that's a company or something. It's in out of Birmingham, Alabama huh. is where the story is going to take place. So, Birmingham, Alabama was founded in 1871, five years after the Civil War, and with it, the need for tons of pig iron to fix America's crumbling infrastructure. To satisfy this demand, Colonel James Withers... Sloss started construction on Sloss furnaces. Makes sense, right? Makes sense, yeah. A year later, the company opened its doors to hundreds of employees, according to its official website. Working on blast furnaces was an advanced job, and it was also dangerous. The danger was soon realized as many workers started being incinerated in the furnaces and falling to their deaths. Oh my gosh. Conditions only worsened in the early 1900s after a cruel foreman, James Slag Warnwood, took a job at Sloss. According to Reader's Digest, Wormwood took dangerous risks in order to increase production. As a result, nearly 50 employees died on site and many were involved in terrible accidents during his tenure. Allegedly, in retaliation, his workers tossed him into the furnace in 1906. You can still tour the grounds today. If you dare, while there, you just might hear the voice of Slag telling his employees to get back to work. Along with other paranormal occurrences. Sloss even hopes even hosts a fright night every year around Halloween that's based heavily on the like, sly story. Really? And then, now that I'm that was
1: both of our first times actually hearing that story. Um so So they like made a uh like one of those like things that you walk through and you get scared. What do you call those things? Like uh, a Haunted House. Haunted house <laughs> Haunted, haunted <laughs> House. They like made a haunted house out of it? Something like that. Interesting. That's kind of that, that's interesting because like
2: uh
1: I think it's that's, yeah. What do you think? Do you think if you walked in there you would hear him saying get back to work to you? I, I think do, it's possible. What do you think? Cuz I I think that's
0: actually pretty insane that like a little bit of a mutiny going on in there. Just to think about that though that like that kind of thing used to go on like even like you really don't think that's it's not that long ago, that's like a hundred, little no. over a hundred years. Yeah, ago. it's not long ago, 120 at all. something years. And it's scary to think even. about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know that that is just to think like labor conditions were so harsh and there were no like restrictions that like people were worked that hard mm-hmm. and like 50 people got incinerated yeah like not just die like you're literally burning to death it's literally, just like literally being
1: going to work being put at that much risk yeah and that's and insane that's like i wonder if that is true though that um that they tossed him into
0: the furnace and like he inserted was is that up. is
1: that like it, it, i i'm sorry if i missed something when you're reading but did they like kind of describe that as uh like a myth or is that more of like a... I
0: think they said it's a story that
1: like... That's like a story that's been passed down. Yeah, but I don't so know if
0: they have any record, but you think... I mean, it's early, like late 1800s, early 1900s. It really makes you want... James Wormwood, what's his name?
1: Interesting. And the, um, haunting
0: ha- the haunted house is called Birmingham's Haunted House. It's Lost Fright Furnace. Um, yeah. A lot of people say they walk out of there, James Wormwood's following you. Interesting. It's kind of creepy. Man, it's, get, back it's, <laughs> get back to work.
1: Get you back to work. No, I mean, I remember last week we were talking about Milford Road, um, and how like if you flash your headlights like uh, the woman did, and uh, uh, the in her uh, boyfriend or whatever would like, the his ghost headlights would come up if you went up to him they weren't there. I kind of want to go do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go trust that out. I want to validate uh, Brad Culp's story on that. Um, sorry, that's off topic, but th- that's interesting. I only yeah. really brought that up because we're not close to Alabama, but um, that's where you said this was Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. Interesting. Yep. I, I don't really. I don't, I don't have I don't much. Know. To, I don't have much to say, to be honest. Interesting story, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of spooky. Kind of.
0: Yeah this this definitely thing said that like it was in eighteen eighty eight. Um 47 people lost their lives when he was working. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people were, couldn't work due to accidents, mishaps, even a recorded explosion. Mm-hmm. Um that would left six people blind. So, jeez. I don't know. I don't know if it it's sounds a, like they're kind of PO. It's hard to say if it's true or not, but it certainly makes you think. I mean, I think if there's someone of like that capability of like evil, there's definitely a chance that if ghosts are real, he'd be the type of guy to stick around. <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: I've always uh, you ever you ever want to work in a furnace factory? If I probably I don't really have a big desire to. <laughs> not after hearing that story, but I've always um, I I remember always uh, I I I mean I've said this before, like I don't really. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about our thoughts on ghosts more in an episode we plan on doing, but let's say ghosts are real there's a question is is and the question is if ghosts are real can they actually like hurt you or can they only scare you mm, like can they interact with you can they actually like physically do something like 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 can they um or are they just there to kind of torment you are mm-hmm. they are they there to give you physical stress or mental and or both could be both so I it, don't know.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. We can definitely talk about that more. Yeah, in a, like, it's a little bit of later a podcast this month, but yeah, we'll talk about that for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Interesting story. It is. It is. Never heard that one before. I haven't
1: heard any of these stories so far. But
0: all right, so that leads us into our big topic of the day. We'll wrap things up with this. Uh, we're gonna do our top five horror movies. So let's get it started.
1: Indeed. Would you like to start us off?
0: I can start us off. We'll go five to one, like we typically do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And don't forget, we also predicted each other's number one. So before we reveal our number one, we're going to both reveal what we thought the other person's number one was. Yes. So my number five is a movie. I tried to subtly hint at you earlier for that you didn't think might be on my list, but it Uh is. It's a movie we watched together actually at Justin's house. Really? Really?
1: This movie This is on your list? It's on my I th- list. I thought you didn't like it. No, picture. I like
0: I like the movie. I think it was extremely disturbing. Yeah, and I it think that was. I think that's what makes it a good horror movie. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, <laughs> so <Sorry. laughs> So this movie's called The Lighthouse. And we watched that yeah at Justin's house. It was a while ago. I don't know how long. A couple of years maybe. It was a couple years ago, yeah. Um great film. This I mean, movie you might I'm sorry, go ahead. This typically isn't my kind of movie. Like it was kind of, you know, watching it, you're, you're kind of confused at times, but then you start to pick up the story and like, see what it's trying to do. And it's, it's a very like disturbing, just like movie. Yeah. Just like, I don't know. It deals just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Insanity and just everything. Yeah, Um, for sure. But I think it's so disturbing. Like that's what makes it a good horror movie. Uh, it's not my like typical kind of horror movie that I would watch because, well, for one, I don't typically watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: this is more like of like that psycho, like just like it's very it's very nuanced and it makes it's you very, think too. Like, it makes you think, and there's definitely uh messages. It, uh, it stars Robert, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe who are. I think it's like one of They're great in that I movie. think it's like some of the, one of the best performances right. ever. Like and this movie uh not I mean it's one of those movies that you either hate or love. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely it's very not,
0: unique. I've never seen anything like it. Yes. It's just it's it's unique and if I you, think it's got to make my top 5 just for like the impact cuz like
1: you can't forget that movie. You can't forget once, that movie. Yeah, once you watch it if you're into those like kind of psychological kind of thriller type things, this is a movie you will remember. And it's honestly kind of in that realm. And under those expectations, it's kind of flawless almost for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a great pick. All right. What's your number five? As a matter of fact, that was such a great pick that my number five is also the (laughs) Lighthouse. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, The lighthouse is my number five as well. And I was so shocked when you said it was yours. Congrats. Congrats. Fist bump bump on that. Was that the first time we've ever matched? I think so, I think it might have been. Because, because I, well, I I said, I I shouldn't say that I thought you didn't like it, because I think you did like it, but I just didn't think that it was a movie that... I would pick as like one of my top favorites. Yeah. Maybe on your honorable mentions, but I'm surprised. And kind of, I'm happy. I'm happy that's on your top five, but I won't go too much into detail, because we already talked about it, but... Yeah, we watched this at Justin's, um, and it was—it's was interesting. It's the whole movie is in black and white, and it's filmed in like that four—I think it's four three aspect ratio. I think, which also—if you've ever seen the Snyder cut of Justice League—they do the same thing. Um, and it's in and, and it kind of, and that really does do a lot to contribute to the because this whole movie takes place like on an island, mm-hmm. right, with a lighthouse, and the aspect ratio does a great job of kind of giving you this feeling of. It, it makes you feel claustrophobic, mm-hmm. knowing that there's not much, uh, uh, like land to be combed in this movie, and it's it's very, the movie is very disturbing. It's very, it's like
0: disorienting. It's times. very,
1: yes, exactly. It's disorienting. You don't really, it really plays with your head, and mm-hmm. I love stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> which is why it's on my list. Um, yeah. I don't know we already really, it, it's very good. I, go see it. I, I mean, you might hate it. It's not a movie for everybody. You might hate it, but I really like it. I know Justin really likes it. Um, but yeah. All right. Those are our n- number fives. Back, my number back to four, you, my friend.
0: My number four is a movie we also watched together. Really? But most of these, actually, let me go through these. We might have seen every single one of these together. Um, so this one came out, I believe, lat- was it a year or two ago? It's It's not very old. Uh-huh. But this is more of like mystery slash thriller slash horror i this is the one i'm not sure if this super fits into a horror movie but it's a great movie i'd consider it kind of a horror Mm -hmm. and this movie is the invisible man yes i love this one yeah i mean this it's basically exactly what you think it is it's like the invisible man isn't (laughs) the plot of the movie but um (laughs) it's great it's just really good like the suspense that they built in this movie Mm -hmm. like it's really well done like Playing with an invisible character, it's hard to like capture that you know effect. Yeah, like when someone's actually not in the scene, but they did a really good job in this movie of making it super suspenseful, even when there's nothing on screen, which I thought was exactly. like really good. This um oh, sorry. So yeah, I and mean, that's basically all I got to say. It's really good, really suspenseful. It keeps you on edge. Like it's exactly. a good movie.
1: And this, you know, the biggest thing about this movie is I remember seeing it with you. It was actually one of the last movies I saw before COVID, and. This movie I had incredibly low expectations for mm-hmm. because I saw the, they, the trailer is like one of the worst trailers yeah. I've ever seen. It does not do the movie justice because, first of all, if you've never seen the movie, don't watch the trailer unless you already have. But even if you have seen the trailer, there's, you, you'll still enjoy it because I just enjoyed it. And I've seen the trailer before. I actually reviewed this movie on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. and um, it was one of the two movies I reviewed. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get back into that. Um, you should. um. And I stated how I talked about how the trailer doesn't do it justice, but I also talked about how well the invisible man is handled in terms of like his limitations, because they never, they they could have easily forgotten what the invisible man is in this movie. The invisible man is just a person. So they don't like give him capability other than being invisible. They don't give him capabilities that uh, are beyond that become like supernatural. And, so everything he does, it makes sense. And this movie is so, it's such a good movie to watch twice. I've seen it twice because there's things that you might not notice the first time. Uh, and the way this movie is directed, I remember, is they'll like film the Invisible Man as if you were on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. it's very creepy. It's like telling you that he's there. They don't tell you where on screen he is. They just yeah. kind of say like, he's here. And which is interesting because horror movies don't usually tell you where it is, but they, they do it in this movie. But it works; it actually makes it more scary. It's also very cost effective because there's nothing on set. <laughs> yeah, but but they, it's still scary. Um, but yeah, I will say right now this is not on my top five, but it is in my honorable mentions because I really enjoyed this one. It was very surprising. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. It's enjoyable. Anybody will enjoy this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah.
0: What's your number four, David?
1: My number four is this is a movie i believe actually no we did not see this together we saw this movie as a sequel that we saw together but we did not see the first one together
0: i think i know what this is really
1: my number four is it oh yeah my number four is it the 2017 um film adaption from uh stephen king's all-time classic book which by the way is the same pretty much the same length as the Bible. Have you ever, we were in books a million the other day and I picked up it off the shelf. It's like over a thousand pages. It's insane. And from what yeah. I've read, because the book's so long that it chapter, like the second it movie is just like the second half of that book. Cause mm-hmm. the book's so long. And I read that there's like that. On, the movies are only like 20% of what's actually in the book. Cause the book is insane. Mm-hmm. That's, an, that's not an accurate statistic. I just made up that mm-hmm. up. Don't, don't take that too close to home. Um, but this movie I watched for the first time not that long ago, only like two years ago. Well, yeah, like one or one a year and a half ago or no, two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. And I watched it with my dad. Um and I really enjoyed it because this movie there there is a nineteen nineties um nostalgia series. Oh, sorry. Oh. I was gonna say nostalgia. Oh no. I thought the, so movie, the movie takes place in the eighties. It, yeah, it probably okay, is. Okay, now I have to look it up because I feel stupid. There's just
0: like an old timey nostalgia. Yeah. With the kids and everything.
1: Yeah. Um but what I was thinking uh is there's there's like a there's a mini series. Um I think it is the eighties. Oh, it takes place in the fifties. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't really? know why I thought it was the eighties. I feel stupid. The movie enough. takes place in the fifties? I think so. Or oh, maybe it's just the book. Oh, you know what I think it is? I think the book takes place in the fifties, but they but the book was really. It written definitely in... doesn't feel like it was in the fifties. Yeah, was... I was gonna say I think the book's in the fifties and the movie is in the eighties. Which makes sense because the book I think was written in the eighties, so yeah. there's still that 30, like right. 30 year gap. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, there in the nineties there was like a C like a mini series with uh Tim Curry mm-hmm. as um Pendywise, which I have watched a little bit of. I can tell you right now, it's not nearly as good as the remake. This is one a few one of the few examples of you know, a remake that's actually a lot better than the original Mm. because I don't even like to call it a remake. It's just another inter interpretation of the book. Um, but this Pennywise is creepy as heck. In my opinion, Bill Skarsgård is excellent as Pennywise. He has that creepy smile. Um, and this movie, this movie is rated R because, you know, all the scenes are involving very traumatic events with children. Which is and it, and there's this opening scene, the opening scene of it is very it's like a warning, <laughs> because it's like a reminder this movie's rated R and if and there's something that happens in the opening scene of the movie, and if it, and there's something that happens to this character who's a kid and if he were an adult the movie, it wouldn't have been as traumatic as it was but since he's a kid I remember the first time I saw that scene I was like this is like kind of messed up mm-hmm. it is messed up. Mm-hmm. But I remember that scene being like a, just a warning. This movie is going to be graphic. It's going to be a little disturbing, but the movie, you know what I remember about the movie? It's also kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) it's it's, The humor is very appropriate. Yeah. And it is, it's a a decently length. I think it's like two hours. The sequel is almost three hours. It too. I didn't love, I don't think it's bad, but the first one's definitely better. Um, yeah, it' great movie. Sorry, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> it is a good movie.
0: Maybe you'll see why later. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. So my number three is a Jordan Peele movie, the movie Us. Um. Mm-hmm. This is a movie I really really enjoyed. I've liked every Jordan Peele horror that I've seen so far. Yeah. Um. Get Out. Us. Candy. Just recently, Candyman. Um. And I think, did we talk about Candyman on here or no? I yes, we did. A, wait, did we? I don't remember. I'm not sure that we did, but yeah, I you liked the screenplay for that. I
1: remember Candyman and was
0: good. Um, I thought Get Out is also very good. That's on my honorable mentions. Um, But Us is the one that I think stood out the most to me just because it's just a, it's a really good movie. It's like, I don't even know how to
1: describe it. It's It's not what you expect. No. That one's also very humor-driven. But there was, is a lot of humor I, in it. I shouldn't say it's humor-driven, but it has very appropriately placed humor that doesn't jeopardize the, what the movie is, which is a very, a fun horror experience.
0: There's a lot of humor in it, but there's... Yeah, but uh, the movie, like, you might not think it makes a lot of sense at certain points, but then, like, I, there's just a very good twist in this movie um, that really makes it stand out. Mm-hmm. And there's just... I don't know, the the concept and just, like, overall, like how it was like made is just really good mm-hmm. i don't know that it, it's hard to like describe it without watching it but um the characters are good like just the the plot of the movie is just unique for a horror movie it's it's different and as with every jordan th- peele movie there's always like something the social commentary social commentary yeah and um i think that makes it good too so it's a really, really good movie. I liked it a lot.
1: I liked that one, too. I watched it for the first time just a few months ago, and I actually enjoyed it more than Get Out solely because I had Get Out spoiled <laughs> for mm-hmm. me before I saw it. This movie I knew nothing about, so that it really contributes to like the first time you watch a movie is really kind of defines how much you love it almost mm-hmm. because going in fresh, not knowing what was happen- going to happen, it, it was it just hit me kind of slapped me across the face of how good it was and because get out is excellent get out is mm-hmm. like one of the best horror movies we've had in the last you know few years um and so is us us um it's very uh yeah i, I, I don't have you basically said it all <laughs> that's just very good it is good go watch it any jordan peele
0: horror is worth watching in my opinion mm-hmm. so let's What's up for number three for you, David?
1: Uh, this is a movie I know for a fact you have not seen, and this is Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I um, can confirm that. This movie uh, is the second uh, like, big screen movie from like a new time director, uh, Ari Aster. It's either Ari or Ari. Forgive me if I'm butchering it. I think it's Ari. Ari Aster. No, I think it's Ari. Ari. I'm going to go for Ari. Ari Aster, who... Uh, also directed uh, Hereditary, which was very good. Um, this movie, however, is... We're talking about unique. This is... The, on on my list, this is without a doubt the most unique horror movie. Definitely one of the most unique horror movies that's come out in, within the last decade. Maybe even ever. I'd argue even ever. Because this 90% of this movie is shot in broad daylight. And it's so... It's so sinister, which is
0: so atypical for a horror movie.
1: Yeah, like, and so this movie, this okay. So if you don't know, um, what this movie is, it takes place, uh, during this like festival, Midsummer. Um, I think it takes place in Sweden, and events occur, but it's really, I think the director even described it as like a, ro- a rom- like a romance movie. And it kind of it is. It's like a, I talked about how uh, Midnight Mass is like a drama in a horror setting. This is almost like a romance movie. Actually, no. Let me take that back. This is like a uh, a failing romance taking place in a horror setting. But that's don't let that turn you off if you if you're not into that kind of thing because that's not really the selling point of this movie. The selling point is how this movie um keeps you. It's how it keeps you in its grasp because, um, I if you never it, it the the whole like I said the whole movie is in, is in broad daylight but you know what they say the the biggest light casts the the biggest shadow mm-hmm. and be in the the how they utilize everything happening it's basically um, everything is in plain sight everything that's supposed to be disturbing to you. Is in plain sight, and it's mostly a psychological thing that's happening, not just to the characters, but to the viewers. Knowing what's happening, what knowing it's unfolding, whether you don't see it, or you don't see it, or excuse, whether you see it, or whether you don't see it, uh, you know something's going on. And since the movie, it takes place in the setting it is, it is just so disturbing because there's a juxtaposition between the things that are going on or the disturbing things that are going on and the setting, which is this, you know, vibrant, sunshiny, beautiful place that you would want to go on vacation until you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, I, I'm not talking about the plot because I do not want to spoil this movie. Mm-hmm. Not even a little, because this movie is fantastic. A lot of people hate it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I know Chance loves it. I think Justin loves it, too. Uh, so, you, you haven't seen it because you've heard about it. Mm-hmm. And I can say right now, I actually don't know if you'd like this movie. If you like The Lighthouse, you might like this movie. It's not as I think, nuanced I'll as The Lighthouse, say I'll I say. I think I could
0: appreciate the movie for the art that it is, but uh-huh. I don't think I'm going to like it. I'll put it that way. I respect like, that. There's two to, the same thing with The Lighthouse, like... I appreciate it as, like, it's a really good horror movie, and that's why it's on my list Mm because it's one of the best ones I've seen. But it's not a movie. It's not really my kind of movie. It's not, like, a movie I'd come back to a lot, I don't Uh think. But I still think it's a really good movie. For sure. And I think I'd probably think the same thing about this. I would appreciate it. Like, it's really artistic, really different, and I could appreciate it for being a good horror movie. But it's just not something I want to subject myself to, I don't think, knowing what I know about it because it is a pretty – disturbing movie
1: yes um and i don't know i feel i'm sorry if like this my talk about this is underwhelming i just don't want to talk about what happens because it's not i only came out like two years ago and i want people to see if you're a fan of horror this is like a must Mm -hmm. um i i did not see this in theaters which i i really disappointing i didn't i am really disappointed i didn't see this in theaters because i can this is this would have been a great Theater experience. I have seen this three times. <laughs> um, I watched it for the first time by myself. Yeah, that's scary. And I second time I watched it, I think, with my roommate in uh my dorm last year. And then the third time, uh, who was I I don't remember who I was with, but I watched it again with somebody else. You know, that's I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't have that much to say about it, but it's it's great. It's my number three. And for good reason, I love it. If you've never seen it, go watch it. It is rated R <laughs> for good reason, so keep that in mind going in. Um, yeah, I
0: knew that one was coming.
1: Um, Did you? So I didn't know where it would be, but I knew it was on your list. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. My number two is one that you already talked about it. Chapter one, 2017. Nice. That's my number two. Um, you basically already said everything needs to be said about this movie, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's a great horror movie. It's like a classic, just great horror movie.
1: And, and it's very, uh, it's interesting because like, sorry, this is your pick. I'm in, uh, sorry go ahead I'll, no you go ahead i was gonna say oh, my favorite kind of horror movies involve entities that you don't see really on screen with exceptions uh and but it is different because you know Pennywise. you know penny well really i feel like it is like that classical horror like type
0: description you'd think of like you know little kids going around and then like something like a clown or something mm-hmm. you know is like the perpetrator, but it just does it so well. It makes it so like frightening.
1: I agree. Like and what I appreciate about it so much, um, is they could have easily turned this move, this this story, you know, this classic Stephen King story. Some people call it one of his best, and they could have turned it into just some stupid, you know, like. Just some stupid movie that friends would go see on Halloween to get scared and have mm-hmm. fun, and then end up ends up in the Walmart bin. Yeah, <laughs> at Walmart. But no, what they they made something out of it. What they did is they made it rated R. They they actually made it memorable by making it so. Uh, inst- you know, instead of everything being kind of surface level, mm-hmm. there's a lot of themes in the movie. There's a lot of you know, disturbing parts, but. know the best Stephen King is kind of disturbing but they somehow accomplished to make something so you know uh something so oh what's the word I'm looking for uh something so ununique a scary clown yeah but make him unique because Mm -hmm. because the the this is that a word ununique it is basic 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 it's they, they, they took the clown or they took Pennywise, you know, and the clown is its like main form, but they made him really disturbing. Some people have said that they're not scared by him in this movie. I thought he was scary. I think mm-hmm. it's just a hit or miss thing. Um, but the story and the characters, by the way, all the child actors are fantastic yes. in this movie. I forgot I forgot to mention that. And also, while I didn't love the second It movie, The casting of the adults was perfect. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I agree totally. And, but uh, I'm not very this movie because it's weird because this movie is kind of different from everything I like. I like not knowing and not seeing whatever the entity is that you know the horror movie is driving its you know unnerving tension from. Yeah, that makes you kind of sit on the edge of your seat. This movie kind of, you know, he's on screen a lot. Mm-hmm. But I like it. And he's so creepy every time he's on screen. And I don't know. It's just amazing to me that they accomplished what they did. Making I this agree. a classic. Because this movie could have sucked. Mm-hmm. It could have sucked. I remember seeing the trailer for it. And I remember thinking this could be great or it could be terrible. Mm-hmm. But it was good.
0: It was. And, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it enough. Go watch it if you've never seen it. So. Yeah. The second one's not as good, but it was it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all right. What's your number two, David?
1: Number two. Sorry, I I completely hijacked that. No, that you was didn't. Your, I mean, your...
0: you'd basically already talked about it, so yeah. there wasn't much to be said. I just I feel bad. That was your pick. No, it's not um, good.
1: My number two pick is uh, came out in twenty thirteen, and it is The Conjuring. Mm. Now, this I actually have a funny story about this movie. In twenty thirteen, I think me, my brother, wait. My dad, my brother, and my brother's friend and I went to go see *World War Z*. Um, I think yeah, like, and I think we're like actually going on vacation, but we went to see that movie right before we left. And that, and I, in I, I was like a scaredy cat when I was younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and before that movie, uh, they showed a trailer for *The Conjuring* because that came out before uh, *The Conjuring* did, and in spoiler if you've never seen the conjuring but this is in the trailer so it's not a huge spoiler but there's a there's a scene one of the s- scarier scenes in the movie um where this character is sitting in like uh the st- the st- she's like sitting on the steps that go to her basement and she's locked out she's like locked in that in the basement like the steps that go into the basement and she has like a match and she's trying to light the match because the lights aren't working you know it's a horror movie so the lights aren't working and she's she's like holding up the match and all of a sudden like over her shoulder there's hands i just go like they had clapped and it scared the living <laughs> crap out of me <laughs> and the, i know joke I, this is gonna sound ridiculous but this is a true story i was like stressed out about that for two months really after that it like literally traumatized me a little bit and i don't know why because like I wasn't watching R-rated movies yet, and that wasn't even a graphic thing. It was just for some reason the scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. And and we went, you know, we went we went to a lake for vacation, and we were in the woods. And that entire week, I, I had a, don't get me wrong, I had a great time, I'm sure, but I was still kind of stressed about ghosts mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it does that sort of thing. And I wasn't getting sleep. I was I was so I I was uh. What's the word? Sleep deprived. I was so sleep deprived, and it was—I was young too. It wasn't good. And I remember, since I was sleep deprived, I was like daydreaming. I was like being delusional, and I was imagining things. It was a weird time in my life. It's kind of scary. It actually. was scary, yeah. And that's so how you know it's like an actual scary movie, though. Yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. And it was just a trailer. And if you watch the trailer now, you'll probably think, "Oh, that's stupid." The movie's great. And what makes the movie even scarier is these are based off true case files. Mm-hmm. The first one, the second one's fantastic too. Uh the, the new one, The Devil made Me The Devil Made Me Do It, I liked. I didn't like it as much as the first two, but I still thought it was good. Um but the first two are like phenomenal. But the first one's my favorite. Because it it's a little this the fact that's based on true case files kinda of makes it creepy enough. But what I really like about it is it has a different tone to it. It's definitely a scary movie, but there's this sh- there's this tonal shift, a good tonal shift, not like an abrupt, unnecessary one, where the investigators come in, and when the investigators come in, you kind of have more of this. The movie turns into more to more of this like uh this uh mystery story, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like interested in what's actually going on in this house. You're not like you're not you don't care about being scared anymore. You're actually kind of it it becomes something you're deeply interested in. The movie makes you interested. And what the the investigators are interested in. Mm -hmm. And by the way, in the paranormal investigators are recurring characters in the Conjuring movies, and they're fantastic. They're great characters, uh, great portrayals of them as well. I can't remember the name of the actors, uh, but they're great. Um, James Wan directed this movie and the second. You know, James Wan has a tendency (laughs) to enter a franchise, make two movies, then leave. That's literally what he does. He did it with The Conjuring, I think he did it with a Saw. He just recently directed a new movie called Malignant, which I thought was pretty good. That movie is very divisive right now, but it it I, I liked it. it. It's because it depends what your expectations are. It's a very campy movie, but I enjoyed it. It's kind of a Sam Raimi ish. But uh, The Conjuring, I don't know. It's interesting. It's unique. I feel like all these all the things on my list are unique. That's probably why I put them on. Mm-hmm. Great scares. <gasps> it doesn't rely on jump scares, but there are great scares. You know, jump scares are something that you can something we haven't really even talked about yet, but jump scares are something that you can either really screw up or they can be great, and all the ones in the conjuring are so well you know utilized and mm-hmm. placed and
0: you don't want to overdo it with the jump scares you definitely sure.
1: don't, yeah, and that's I don't know con- it's kind of a classic I think everybody is familiar with the conjuring. there's like a conjuring universe now, and not all of them are great, not all of them are great. I mean, all the Conjuring movies themselves, like the ones with the Conjuring, the title, are are great. Uh, the other ones, like the Annabelle movies, eh. The the Nun is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, those movies are not good. Not. I mean, some of those ones are okay, but those ones I've listed were not great. But, yeah, Conjuring movies are good. Like Interesting the, choice, yeah. Thank you. I love that one. I've never seen it personally, but... Oh, you've never seen it? No.
0: Oh, I thought you had. That does sound like a movie. I think I could enjoy that you, one.
1: You'd enjoy that one. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Anyway, right. do you want to? So before before I read off
0: my number one. Oh, David, do you have honorable mentions at all? The
1: only one I actually wrote down was Get Out. So Get Out. That's on mine here. I have a list, and I want to remind everybody that there's probably a lot of movies I forgot to put on this list because I love a lot of horror I just movies. Killed a net in my hand. I just killed a gnat in my hand. Oh, I just congratulations! Point that, out, that I just picked that out of midair. <laughs> that was actually kind of impressive. I kind of saw it out the out the corner of the eye, my out of the corner of my eye um uh let's see so these are my honorable mentions and i'm not even sure some of these classify as horror movies but i put them on anyway um oh let's go down uh the conjuring 2 uh blair witch project uh uh the shining alien mm-hmm. a quiet place 1 and 2 um get out us Jaws, Silence of the Lambs. I am not really sure if that counts, but I put it on anyway. Cabin in the Woods, uh, Train to Busan. Um, I wrote Silence of the Lambs twice. Uh, Sixth Sense, uh, The Invisible Man, and that's it. A lot of the yeah, a lot
0: of those are like um, I've at least heard of or I'm familiar with. But oh yeah, one of those is actually my number one. So
1: really, yeah. Oh, I think I know what it is. Just we'll see. I actually. Hey, oh, well, you can't change I, I didn't change right it. I wrote, it's not what I wrote down earlier. All right. You want to unveil our. Yeah, let's Reveal see. What, our. Microphone? What'd you write, David? I wrote. Did you see it? No, be, I didn't. Okay. I wrote Get Out. Get Out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I wrote Get Out. I thought that was your number one. But then you said Us. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know if you were going to put two Jordan Peele movies on there or not. So I was like, it's still possible. It's-
0: no, it's definitely like my number six. Like, it's right gotcha. it's a really good movie. It just didn't quite grab me. Like, us did dang i think i do um,
1: know what it is now but i'm not going to change it yeah so my number one is
0: "A quiet place part one it's a good answer um that's just like <laughs> if you haven't seen a quiet place um it's kind of like i don't know if you describe it as an alien movie i guess you could describe It kind of it as is that. yeah but it's more like a thriller slash horror because um uh, the whole entire movie is based around the fact that like these aliens track people Or, like, hunt people on sound. So Mm -hmm. the whole movie is silent, which is so unique. Like, makes it so unique because it's such a hard thing to do to have a movie where there's absolutely no dialogue, pretty much. Um, But they do it like it's John Krasinski, um, his movie with Emily Blunt, and it's just done so well. Like, the acting is great in this movie, the storyline's great. just the suspense that they're able to build in this type of setting is so good. Um, the first one, I just, I thought the story was fantastic. I thought the entire movie was just great. Mm -hmm. The second one still really good. I mean, it was a really good movie, just a little bit too short. I think a little bit, Mm -hmm. not quite up to the standards of the first one, but both of them are great. The first one, if I had to pick a horror movie, just that was my favorite, even though it's kind of more of a thriller, um it's definitely this movie
1: i I agree i love it i i I remember we saw the second one together and i walked out and i when i we walked out i actually thought that one i liked better than the first but after sitting on it i think i like the first more Mm -hmm. um but yeah that movie utilizes sound or the lack thereof like incredibly well and which is and it's so what's it with like Comedians making such great horror movies. <laughs> like, you gotta. I don't John know. John Krasinski writes like sometimes.
0: I mean, I feel like they, maybe there's something psychological about that though. Like the people that <laughs> like the br- most brilliant comedians are some kind. Sometimes maybe have like the dark, most dark, twisted minds. Too, yeah, you know.
1: It's he. This movie, uh, especially like, the camera work, like the cinematography, is so appropriately placed to make. Even things that aren't meant to be jump scares disturbing when you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but mo- the, you do see the. I keep talking about like the entity in movies. You do see the entity in this movie at some point. Uh, but you don't. But for most of the time, you don't, and it really plays off of the sound more than anything. Mm-hmm. And anytime there's a, anytime a sound happens in the movie, it's not even a jump scare per se. But anytime sound is being made you're all of a sudden your heart's racing. Cause you're like, no, Oh shoot. Something's about to happen. Yeah. Something's coming. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That Great is toys. another
0: thing I forgot to mention. Like it's one of those, mo- it's really hard to establish like a good, like villain or, you know, like a, a monster especially without in, being able to horror. see it. Yeah. And oh yeah. This movie does a really good job of doing that because mm-hmm. for a lot of the movie, you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't even know what the same thing, thing with is. the invisible man. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So, great, David, pick. Great pick. Thank yeah. you. You're number one. I think I might have it. I I think I might know what it is. Um, so for David's number one, I wrote down "Hereditary" as his pick for number one. So, David.
1: Um, so <laughs> your number one pick was a quiet place. Oh I'm sorry. I mean your prediction for my number one pick is Hereditary. Hereditary, which is right. Yes. Yeah, that is my I'm number good. one. Good job. <laughs> um I, I kinda hinted at it earlier when I was talking about midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um I was talking about Well, this, I knew if it wasn't in your honorable mentions, I knew that then
0: that it had to yes. be because I know you've talked about this movie. I to almost me, more said than it else. in my
1: honorable mentions just to throw you off and, <laughs> on purpose. And uh, but yes, this is my number one. I watched this one. I did not see this one in the theaters either. I actually watched this at home, and I again I regret it. Um, Ari Aster. Uh, this is his f- like first big screen debut, I believe, and it's a twenty. I think a a twenty four. You know, produced this movie, and I believe they're known for being very lenient in accepting uh screenplays from filmmakers which is why they have so many weird movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) and messed up movies because they they i respect a24 because they respect the filmmakers vision and ideas yeah i mean a lot of studios you know they'll be like nope fix this fix this and send it back no add this blah 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 but you know I, i feel like a24 is more like no, we trust you. Here's your budget. Go make your movie, <laughs> yeah, which could be bad because there's a there's bad a twenty four movies, but in some cases, like hereditary, it pays off because this movie is kind of perfect. I mm-hmm. think this is like this is we're talking about my favorite things in horror movies. My favorite things in horror movies are psychological disturbing themes that are nonstop on screen. Right. There's not a single moment in this movie where you feel at ease, <laughs> which is which is something you're either gonna hate or love. I think it's awesome. <laughs> um, from the very first scene, which is not even a scary, like quote, scary scene, unquote, you just feel on edge and you just you're you're not very comfortable. You're uncomfy. You know, it just like because knowing by the way, um this uh the performances uh in this movie are flawless. Like s- Tony Collette got robbed of like an Oscar because ho- Oscar, the Oscars tend to shun away horror movies. They don't really care about horror movies, but Tony mm-hmm. Collette's performance in this movie. is like one of the best I've seen in recent memory. It's phenomenal. She's brilliant. And, uh, it, what makes this, this movie, what I love about Ari movies is this, like, I mean, he only has two movies really, but, this one especially deserves to be rewatched because there's so many things you can pick up because your questions are answered, which is something I mentioned I like, but especially if you rewatch it, you'll discover he's such a genius at planting things that he doesn't focus on, but if you can find them, they'll answer your questions even more. It's, it's, it's kind of brilliant, and the story, I'm not going to say anything, but the story is really clever and utilized so well uh, with the character's and their uh opinions and thoughts and motivations um but my favorite thing about this movie is how it utilizes how do i put this is how it it simply scares you because it's not it's not full of traditional jump scares it's not it's not the kind of movie that you just go see with your friends to just get scared. It's the kind of movie you see to appreciate. I mean, you've already talked about this. You appreciate this film for what it's trying to achieve, but you also simply just enjoy it and love it in general because it achieves it in such a successful manner mm-hmm. that it's just, it just works so well. I love it. I rewatch it because it's, it's so good. It's so, it's more disturbing and more puts you on, on edge more than it scares you and and it plays with your expectations in a way and it doesn't try so – It I, I talked about how I hate it when movies insult the intelligence of the audience. This this movie doesn't do that once. It trusts you to understand what you should be paying attention to, why should, you should be scared. And it doesn't throw things in your face saying this is what you should be paying attention to. This is what should be scaring you. It just kind of gives it puts it out there for you, for you to discover on your own. And what that does is it reads it so at, people can have as many uh different interpretations for this movie as they possibly can. Because this movie might scare people more than others because it's so different and some people it might not work for some people. But this movie worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um I watched it with my mm-hmm. brother and my dad. And I think at that point my brother already saw it. Um I don't know. That's all I have to say. Hereditary is perfect. I love some people uh I like this one slightly more than Midsummer. Um I just think I think and I think it's because while Midsummer is all also you know, re the rewatches for Midsummer are justified, I think this one it rewatching is warranted just a little bit more. And I think this one, well, Midsummer. I don't want to say this one has a more unique approach than Midsummer because that's not true. Midsummer definitely does have the more unique approach and premise, but this one takes what you—it looks like, you know, on the surface, like something you've seen before. It—it really takes, you know, it uh, really—it turns it into something else that you've—I can guarantee—never seen before. That's that's all I have to say. No. So I went on for like ten hours. No,
0: I liked hearing what you had to say about it. I mean. I've never watched it, so I can't really give any thoughts on it, but... I might make you watch it. It's definitely something that you've been trying to get me to watch for a long time. I really want you to watch. And-
1: I, I do need to say one thing, though. I, uh, I was thinking about... the. I don't know if you've ever seen The Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. That's a movie that is very good. It's It made my honorable mentions. But a lot of people don't like because it's so hyped up. And because... A lot of people, I think, go into the Boyer Witch project because it's so hyped up, having the wrong expectations of knowing what it is. I think it is important that I make sure you know. I don't want to give you false expectations, but I also don't want to influence your expectations too much because I want you to go in fresh. So If mm-hmm. we ever do watch this, um, I'll just tell you, I'll just, I'll just encourage you to keep an open mind. Is my gotcha? Yeah, that's all I have to say.
0: I think I'll watch it someday.
1: Someday. I also,
0: am, I'm really curious about this Lamb movie that's coming out that David's this... apparently watching tomorrow. I'm I'm really curious about <laughs> this movie. I... So I'm really curious to hear David's thoughts on this. Are you curious about it? Are you yeah, looking it up I've right now? I've been Googling it for like the last couple minutes. Everybody's
1: talking about it. And, and this goes to show that these kind of movies aren't for everybody because I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. I usually actually try not to look up scores anymore. Because I don't like having my expectations influenced, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, they really like, kind of lost my trust when I saw that they scored Venom 2 way higher than
1: they scored Venom 1. I didn't even look at Venom and 2's score. I just
0: don't understand. But,
1: it but is yeah, what it is. But, Lamb... See, Lamb has an 86% from the critics, which is very good. But a 65... Well, 65 is not like, terrible, but has a 65 from the user. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I think the user score was in the low 50s last time I checked. I think it went up a bit. But that goes to show that uh, it really depends how you approach the movie. I'm going into this movie with such an open mind because I actually tried to avoid the trailer. I just heard about it, but they showed it before we saw I think it was No Time to Die. They showed it before both of them. Oh, both of them? Yeah, Yeah, so I was like, crap. (laughs) I think I I actually kind of squinted intentionally not to get anything spoiled. Mm -hmm. I was trying not to look like a... I was trying not to like draw attention to myself by like you know, being like, Uh, oh, don't show it. Kinda like when I saw the conjuring in twenty thirteen or saw the conjuring trailer in twenty thirteen. I was probably right. like you know, like wailing my arms, being like, Ah <laughs> it's so scary and I don't know. It just seems but, that's like not a what really
0: disturbing disturbing premise. Like yeah. I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna be, but
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's all well, I that was our top five. That was our horror. top five horror movies. Like I said before, this might change by tomorrow morning. Those movies I probably forgot to even mention. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Next
0: week, we've got our first guest. Hopefully, that works out. It, yes, um, indeed. We've got some more topics planned. Halloween thing's coming um, the rest of this month of October. So, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. We've got more coming if you have.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: make sure to leave a, your answer on the poll on Spotify. Um And yeah.
1: That about does it for this week. Yeah, sounds good. You got anything else, David? Any recommendations for anything you want to talk about? Uh, anything you want us to talk about? We'll take any recommendations. Half full p at, at gmail.com. dot uh, Instagram page What's should your, be coming soon. Once that's up, yep, we'll let you know. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah, that's about it for this episode. So, until next time.
1: Yeah. This has been the Until Half Full time. Podcast. This has been the Half Full Podcast. Spooky season. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's not Halloween. Yeah, but happy October. Episode six. Enjoy the fall. That's a wrap. Is this episode six? Oh, yeah, we already talked about this. Anyway, <laughs> that's a wrap. We'll see you next time. Time to drink the rest of my Half Full Waddle. Make it empty. Yeah. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> not this again. <laughs>